When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney, so what? Welcome along, it's the Kickstart Odyssey, I think it's part four, maybe, something like that. We haven't got to the point yet where they've done any bike riding. Um, I, I forgot to mention in the last episode the actual title of this video that we're doing. It's on YouTube. Um... And it's disappeared from your screen. It is what you need to be searching for is part one, full season, kickstart, nineteen eighty six, motorcycle trials trial, part one. Uh but if you just put kickstart nineteen eighty six part one, you should find it. The only big problem with this we haven't addressed is that the the YouTube video doesn't have that classic theme intro which um, I was hoping was going to be part of the dive itself. It just begins with Peter Purvis talking. Yeah, it's annoying. What I did was I actually... There's loads of kickstart videos on YouTube. Yeah. So I purposefully... When I saw that this went in cold, dry start, yeah. I looked at one of the other videos because the song is a classic, but also it's yeah. got a, a wonderful sort of um, vintage animation intro. Yeah, it has. I'm looking at it now. It's it's a It's a... A fella, it's a cartoon fella riding his bike around. He's got a bit of a, I'll say, a gormless look on his face. Mm. That was like um, that was the sort of um, that was kind of trendy in animations of this era. They yeah. like to draw sort of people who looked idiotic, and yeah. like although this is a fairly serious show, because it was a cartoon opening, they wanted to mm. show that it, it's serious. You know, motorbiking in fields over logs mm. is a serious business, but at the same time. We've got a little bit of a glint in our eye. We're going to try to have yeah. a bit of fun where appropriate. And to yeah. demonstrate that, we're going to make an amusing uh, animated intro. And I think they pull yeah. off the balance quite well. Yeah, he looks a bit... The, the guy's got a bit of a daft expression on his face. Um, it's a derivative of Plug from the Bash Street Kids, I think. Yeah. That kind of vibe. There was a... Um, there was a ZX Spectrum computer game called Pajama Rama, which was then followed up by a one called Everyone's a Wally. Where <laughs> the character was called Wally, and he was he was the archetypal Wally. Yeah. And that's 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 a word we don't hear much of these days. I don't know whether it's um frowned upon anymore. Wally. I, I, so I pull it out on Snow. It's a really good one to use around your kids it, when, it is, it's when you want to yeah. say like wanker or cunt or something like yeah. that, but you you feel Kid that you ought not to. Wally is a good one. You go, yeah. And it's a good one, like, you know, if, if your kid's done something stupid, you don't want to completely belittle them, do you? But it no. feels like, you absolute wally. 
You wanker. You can't do that, can you? Twat. I sometimes call yeah. them a twat. The other day I called them a twat for something. I mm. said, can you empty that glass? And he stood like, he was stood two yards away from the sink. But because mm. someone else was at the sink, I think my daughter was at the sink doing some washing up, he thought, ah, she's in the way. So instead of waiting, or say, <laughs> excuse me, he lobbed the water from the glass. <laughs> he, so he sort of just went, way like that, and like fucking <laughs> lobbed it from two yards away into the yeah. sink. And of course, loads of it splashed everywhere, splashed on her. Mm. And I went, you absolute twat. And he looked yeah. a bit upset. So then I settled down, and five minutes later, I went, mate, I'm sorry I called you a twat. Yeah. But it was a stupid thing to do, but I shouldn't have called you a twat. To do. Yeah, I've had examples of stuff like that as well. You, you, were, you think, were being a I've twat, too far, but I shouldn't then. have called you a twat. <clears throat> yeah. That's parenting for you, though. There's no. It, yeah, sometimes you have to. I mean, I, I apologise to my kids a lot because I think mm. it's right to. Because sometimes you snap and then you go back and you think, even if they were in the wrong, I still apologise for snapping. Because in an ideal world, I would never snap. Do you mm. know what I mean? And like, it's what's a good the point? example as what's well. What's the point? It's a good example. It teaches them to apologise when you're in the wrong. Yeah. So there we are, some good parenting for advice you there. there, which is which I know is what you all come here for. <laughs> it's many things that they come here for. Curb chat. Um, I don't know how many curb emails we've had because we're pre-recording this due to holiday purposes. But um, we'll be on holiday. Be a, <laughs> but um, curb hopefully, when we come back after the summer, we'll have a fucking enough curb-related content to see us through the autumn. Do a curb odyssey throughout yeah. the autumn. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, so we're about to watch the beginning of the um, the actual action itself. Eddie Lejeune goes first. Um, various the. the loads of obstacles in this some fairly easy some not so easy uh it starts off with a, a, a little semicircle of stumpy logs and they've got to touch them all one by one which involves a bit of wheelie action which we were talking about yeah. in the last episode and you've got to do a little wheelie onto the first one but then hop it along onto each stump one by one mm. without touching the ground which is uh it's not easy. I looked at it and thought, could I do that on me on me rally burner? Probably not. I could do one of them, maybe it's, two at a push. It's not the most spectacular stunt, but it is, from a technical point of view, I feel one of the most impressive. So yeah. it doesn't have like the jump is easily the best bit, of course. Yeah, uh, and that's what you're really tuning in for is the big jumps, and we'll get to those jumps and skids. And this is neither of those, but straight away. Lejeune establishes himself because it's like you have to lift up a wheel and you have to go tap 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 so it's a very small movement which is much harder because you're controlling the engine as well yeah you've got to control the throttle and the brake and I mean to keep control of the bike is amazing but when I was a kid I would have been like fuck this this is shit get to the bit where he jumps off something (laughs) yeah it's it's got the element of balancing I like the balancing tasks in this Mm. this is the first one and then there's the thing called the drop-off, where you have to ride up um, along some planks, but you ride up a plank and then you have to jump kind of to the right, to the other plank, yeah. which is, looks really fucking hard. They're all really hard. They're all Jack they're Stakes. all really hard. Do you know what it reminds me a bit of? Um, it reminds me of Crafts. I don't know if you watch Crafts. I, I, I mean, I, I try not to because I, I don't agree with it on an ethical basis, but... 
or political basis. But right. sometimes Tory. it's Scruff very Tory. Tory <clears throat> and right. ethically, I just don't agree with forcing these dogs to perform in this manner. I don't think it's the natural dog way mm. to, to behave in a controlled way. That drug, Dogs are free spirits, you know? And it's Tories yeah. trying to fucking cajole dogs into their mad, yeah. narrow fucking worldview of yeah. control and precision. Dogs are dogs. Let dogs be dogs. Let is this dogs here. be dogs. That's a fucking t-shirt <coughs> idea right there, right? Well, we've already got we evolved from dogs. We could yeah, we've, we've actually a... have sold a handful of we evolved from dogs t-shirts to who? Christ knows. Well, I've got the sweatshirt. I know that much. I don't know right. when it's appropriate to wear it. I, I never feel comfortable wearing it, other than on stage. You get a, bit, get a few funny looks up the ass to wearing that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't agree with that, but. When they do the things where they have to run round and do all their little tricks and stunts, this yeah. particular episode is quite similar to a Cruft setup, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. So there's the drop off, which looks really hard, um, and then there's the bunny hop, which at a push I reckon I could do. You're just hopping your bike over a very low. Uh, <clears throat> it's curb height. It's a kind of high curb height. Maybe you couldn't do it, Sam. Mate, you, you say curb height. That could mean that's a very general term, as we established no, in the last no, episode. I said the high curb, the high curb. Okay, line. all right. So, uh, and it's just a quite a simple hop: front wheel over, back wheel over. Mm. Um, a nice little, um, a nice little filler in the uh, in the course itself. Then there's what's called the Zebedee, which is um, two large oil drums with a plank in between them. So you've got to <laughs> yeah. get up over the top oil drum, first oil drum along the plank and then over the second oil drum and off and he and of does course, it Lejeune does this it's a piece of piss to him Lejeune's a fucking maestro Lejeune is this, like this uh, yeah, this bugs me right this bugs me because what they've done is they've put the maestro on first yeah and there's no kind of build up of any tension because once you watch Lejeune do his round everyone else seems shit like, well but I yeah, think that's funny. I think they've done that on purpose. I think there's two reasons, because I thought a lot about this. I thought, why have they put Lejeune on first? And I thought, yeah. first of all, it's yeah. like anything, right? You go, right, first we're going to show you how it should... You know, like, on um, a really good example of this is on, um, oh, what do you call it? Uh, the Generation Game, right? Yeah. So they get the pro on, and they go, right, this is how you're supposed to make a string of sausages. Mm. And he does it, and it's beautiful. It's like one mm. of those videos we like watching in a factory, right? Yeah. Oh my god, this is sensational! Look, what a craftsman! And he makes and it look effortless as well. He, he makes it look effortless, and hands, it's so elegant hands and almost perfect. dancing yeah. around the meat. And uh, and then they say to the families, "Right now, you do it, cunts!" And it makes it extra funny that they can't, yeah. and it's so chaotic, right? And that's where the where the brilliance of generation game lies. And and this is similar. They they watch it and they go, "Put the pro on first, because so. then he looks like this is how you should do it." And then all the others seem really funny because they seem so terrible by comparison. Yeah, but I, I mean, he is well. spectacularly good at this. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I think as well, probably because the first in the series, so they want to show the entire course. Because as we mm. find out later on, we don't get to see the entire ride of every rider for various reasons. So they've probably put him on first. Perv is more or less says without saying it. Yeah, we're not going to show you that one. It was shit, <laughs> but not yeah. even shit in a good way where it's entertaining. It was just sort of straightforwardly shit. But, but that that's good for different reasons. We'll come to later on. But you do get to see Lejeune's entire round. Um, 
So after the the Zebedee comes the long jump, which I think is your favourite. Yeah, my favourite kind of, but not impressed with the camera angle. No, nowadays they'd have had three or four different cameras on this. Yeah, you don't get a really good view of the length of the jump Mm. uh, because it's it's down the hill that they come down afterwards after they've done the long jump. Uh, Nowadays they'd have fire underneath this jump. They'd have slow mo. They'd have a drone. It'd be amazing. They'd be under cam as well, shooting upwards. It'd be amazing, but at the same time, it would be kind of shit. Mm. Too slick. Because part of the charm of this is the fact that um, it is a bit shit. So the long jump is twenty-seven feet through the air, but it looks like six feet from the angle of the camera. It just doesn't look long enough. Um. And then they go into the woods for the, the second half of it. Uh, and Purvis points out that this is a compulsory route. Right. They can't just go anywhere they want to the next bit. It's compulsory! Go that way. Of course, every, everything has got an entry and exit gate. And if you miss the entry and exit gate, you get Lose a penalty. A point. Yeah, if you come off the obstacle, there's a penalty. If you miss the entry or exit gate, there's a 20 second penalty. Um... And there's the compulsory route through the woods. So there'd obviously be a penalty if you didn't follow the compulsory route. Uh, But then there's a choice. They get to the staircase and the log, and they can choose which order they do this in. Now, the staircase is kind of what you would expect. It's a really steep um, staircase made of wooden uh, kind of logs. They're not stairs. It's just a slope made of logs. You've got to get up to the top. Uh, get your front wheel over the line at the top and then back down again without coming off. You've got to do pretty sort of tight, kind of yui, haven't you? Tight turn, haven't you? So it's, it's a turn it's on your back wheel, really. Turn. It's yeah. a spinning wheelie. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jalapeño. And then there's the log, which... Uh the log seems to be like an almost a bridge over a kind of a, a small beck or ravine mm. that's in the uh, in the woods, and the, the log it turns out is the hardest thing because they've got to ride along a log, and that's not easy. It's quite a small log. It's really um, difficult, and uh, obviously and Lejeune even, basically eats it for breakfast. Oh, Lejeune comes off. He misses. The, oh. well, he kind of doesn't. He misses the gate at the end. Yeah, he misses he the gate. He up a twenty-second penalty. But um, he's, he's Purvis. T- Purvis says uh, he's making this course look easy and then I think he says something like to Jack States I think he says uh, you said it was difficult <laughs> <laughs> you made a cut out of all of us right. 
I don't know why we booked you for this. I wanted to get Noakes on, but they said that he had no experience in motorcycling. I said, listen, what he lacks in experience, he makes up for in fucking pizzazz. An easy US charm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he... uh, he says at the beginning that Lejeune said to them when they had a go on it yesterday, he goes, all the riders have had a chance to practice. Yeah. When Lejeune did it yesterday, he told us that to him, it just seemed like um, a training course. And oh, I thought, fucking hell. Lejeune's taught that he's undermined the fucking show. He's like, yeah, this is just like fun oh, for yeah. me. Yeah, cheeky cunt. I've got that Cheeky cunt. Here, yeah. I don't know why Purvis chose to sort of repeat that. Because it was a sort of, it kind of almost detracts from the tension. Because he mm. said, this is, he's, he's turned out and he said yesterday, what you want says is, he, he says this is very challenging and it could be mm. one of his biggest ever challenges in his career. But if you just say up front, he thinks this is fucking easy and it's a joke in comparison to the proper contests he has to do. Because this isn't, obviously on the world circuit of this sport, what do you call it? Cross? Trial, trials, trials, trial bikes. biking. There are proper obstacles, obstacle bike, motorbikes, jumping bikes. I think it's called. (laughs) They go, you know, this is. uh, There are proper fucking medals to be won, and there's officially recognised things. But Kickstart is just a TV show, so I don't know how seriously they take it. Other than the fact that they're on the box, so maybe it'll attract um, lucrative sponsorship deals, supermarket openings, supermarket Um, openings, and so forth. And trials bike funny. Yeah. I already do this show. Yeah, I spoke to, uh, what's he called again, Lejeune? Lejeune yesterday, and he said to me, uh, a, a wonderful character, great sense of humor. He said, Peter, this course is a joke. It is a piece of piss. How you say piece of piss? But I am here simply for one reason, and that is all the funny that you get when you have been on the box. I am here for the local Eastern Neston funny. In the pubs tonight, after I have finished, it will be, I you say, crawling with it. It will be, I you say, the creme de la creme. Uh, oh, watch it, you, you cheeky bugger. <laughs> I'll let you off because you are a Belgian native. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, there is loads of fanny in this game. Unbelievably so. It is why we uh, film it here every year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hotbed of so- the stuff. Lejeune misses the gate, gets a 20-second penalty, and then there's another jump thing, which is like over a small pyramid, and I don't think it has a name. They don't give it a name, so we'll just call it the pyramid. And then they go back over the Zebedee again, come back out of the woods now, uh, over the Zebedee, and then there's the log box, which is just lots of logs of different heights, and you ride over the top of them. seems fairly easy. Like we said, Lejeune mm. makes it look like uh, he, he can do this in his sleep. Um, and then it ends with the cotton reels. Now, these are massive, huge wooden cylinders on the back of a flatbed lorry. This is Jack State's trademark. Yeah. This is the one he's put all the effort into and all the budget, I reckon, has gone into the cotton reels. So yeah. you've got to get access onto the back of the flatbed lorry by going up one of these they're just huge wooden cylinders yeah it's very, it's, the challenge just begins getting up onto it but that you know yeah, exactly. it's not easy getting up that. there you've got to do that and then you've got to get onto the lorry over the first one and then there's different size reels 
you've got to go along and over them and you've got like a 90 degree turn to get a straight line at them um i would shit my fucking and the pants. thing is is that you've got to do all this without once putting your foot down on the floor Feet and that's the, the thing yeah. that's the most impressive because he's, he's operating in very tight spaces his core strength must be amazing because he's just stood up on the bike the bike is never wobbling and he just manipulates no. the bike in very small in a very small space and then yeah. to be fair to him he completes it and as soon as he completes it he jumps off in one elegant move he can he gets over the fucking set and set of cotton reels then he goes he jumps straight off the flatbed truck yeah and fucking rides really quickly standing up yeah. to the finishing line with a proper fucking see you later cons sort of <laughs> yeah. like flourish i'm off at the east Neston town center fanny time from for old jackie lunch, boy funny. <laughs> i'm <laughs> starting early get there before purvis gets down i'll fill my fucking boots before he gets a sniff of it <laughs> although looking at the crowd the crowd is it seems to be mainly friends and family it's a really sparse crowd you would think they'd have more people would turn up to watch this. I don't know whether they've like yeah, done it without really advertising sparse, it because right. there's no one there. I think it's got it's loads of really people... shit ads for Norwich Union Insurance, right? Yeah. People say that the 80s was like the golden era of British advertising, but not as far as Norwich Union were concerned because they were just white sort of, um, what do you call those big sort of things? Posters. What? Uh, hoardings. Yeah, and all they say, they're white, and they just say in black... It just says Norwich Union. Norwich Union insurance. Yeah. They're not even yeah. a logo. No. Uh, it's very much Roy the Rovers pitch side hoarding yeah. quality, isn't it? But, I mean, to be fair, the BBC were very strict about advertising and sponsorship and stuff yeah, like that's that, true. I think, back then. So that's Norwich true, Union well. have done well. Yeah. Yeah, Norwich Union have done well to sneak that in. Um, so that's Eddie Lejeune. And then... Um, Two minutes forty three point one seconds, including that twenty second penalty, where he, he failed to, to exit the gate, and Peter Purvis just says, "I can't see anyone getting near it." Yeah, we might as well pack up and go home now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Purvis just got yeah, game over. <laughs> you might as well switch over whatever else is on. Watch the rest of the show if you want. Ultimately, it's pointless. You've seen the, the cream of, of the cream be... already. The rest of this is going to be a fucking joke. That Don't was the cream bother. of the cream. The rest, at best, is the cream itself. It's it's not even cream. It's some that it's, shitty milk I was talking about. Some of it's UHT milk, the type you get in little plastic pots on the ferry to the Isle of Wight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they give you them for free, so that speaks volumes. <laughs> Next up, he says, 18-year-old Jeremy Cragg from Rochdale has to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> Good no luck, Cragg. <laughs> but... Uh, Craig looks about 37. Yeah. As people did back then. 18 years of age, looks about 37. Smokes 40, John play a special a day. Yeah, I reckon and so. Lives only, uh, lives, lives off only batter from the fish shop. <laughs> Not even the fish yeah. itself, he just asks for a, a bag, bag of, of batter. batter. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice, I love a bag yeah. of batter right I now. Eat like, I, I just get a bag of crispy bits, that's my secret. Bag of crispy <laughs> bits, once every lunchtime, once every dinner time. <laughs> um, so Crag has to try and follow that of course it's impossible he goes quite well he's brisk but um, it soon begins to go wrong and the, the trials biking I think is a lot like darts in the sense that it's all it, you're playing against yourself inside your own head mm. a lot mm. of it is confidence 
rhythm, being in the zone, belief, getting into that yeah. zone, not not almost getting to a point where you aren't thinking consciously, mm. you're just doing. Mm. You become the bike almost. Yeah, half I mean, half bike. there are moments in life when I finally passed my driving test about the hundredth <laughs> time. I remember mm. that feeling where I wasn't thinking about it. I just drove. Yeah. Me and the car became one, Andy, became and the one. road. Yeah, it was like a yeah. threesome between me, <sighs> the car, and the road. Jesus. Actually, a foursome because the instructor was involved too. Oh, a bit weird. And then uh, also, there were certain exams when I was younger where I just went in and I felt so prepared that yeah. I just sat down and thought, "Fine, this is just going to happen now." I mean, there's some podcasts that we do, which just yeah, feel where like that. the podding like gods seem to take control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not this, this episode so much, but some. If you go back through the archive. Yeah, we're a bit jaded now. <laughs> yeah, you go back a few years. There's some really good ones where the pod, People, where the podding yeah. goes. It's like when songwriters go, "I didn't write that song. That yeah. song just appeared to me. I plucked yeah, it out of the universe. It was provided yeah. by the universe, and I was I was lucky enough to catch it. I was I was a conduit. Yeah, I was it. simply a conduit to the universe's songwriting abilities, and that's. Uh, that's similar to what some old episodes of Top Flight Time have seen. Well, I mean, at, at the moment, if you're IFS, we are putting a few of those classic episodes out mm. uh, to fill gaps in the schedule because we're on holiday. Because we're going on holiday. Um, so hopefully that'll be... It'll act as a reminder of how far we've fallen over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the 1982 World Cup one. That one's great. But... Um, yeah, but the idea is that you'll tell your pals and go, hey, they're putting the best ones out at the minute, and they'll never be as good as these ones, but have a listen, see what you think. Mm. Anyway, um, so Jeremy Cragg, it's going well, but he's on the pyramid thing, and um, he goes over the handlebars. It starts to go wrong for him. Um, and then, this this is a nice bit, I think, because what happens is, it starts to go wrong, so they just freeze for him. Yeah. He's round, they just pause it. And they just say, uh, and he ended up with three minutes, 57 seconds, including penalties. And he was on one minute, 36 when he came off and it was going well. So it must have gone massively tits up. Yeah. After he's come off the pyramid. So they spare his blushes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We don't. Nowadays, they would show all of the bits that go wrong. Let's see him ground down into the dirt. Let's publicly humiliate this cunt. Yeah. But they don't do that. Uh, they could quite easily do that, but they don't. It's like, we, we go pause this. It's like there's been a death almost. Yeah, you we don't, don't want to see the rest of this. this trust us. Movie. It was awful. It's horrible. Mm. So um, we don't want uh, that to happen. Um, just imagine it if you can. It's almost better imagined than it is for real. So uh, there we are. That's... Um, Jeremy Cragg, and then we have Harold Crawford of Northern Ireland who misses the long jump, mm. which seems like kind of one of the easiest things to do, the long jump. you just got to jump, haven't you? So his nerve's clearly gone. Um, and then he comes off the log. He's got the log and the staircase where you've got the choice which order you do them in. Comes off the log, and then he goes up the staircase. He f- fails on the staircase again, we have the freeze frame of doom. Uh, we're not going to be watching any more of this. We're not going to be watching this sad breakdown again, of this young Again, man. you've seen enough. I don't want to talk to you any further. <laughs> freeze frame of doom. And his uh, time is 4 minutes 27. So they're just getting worse 
and worse. Um, and we'll leave it there. That's three of them. There's three more to go. And the next one is John Lampkin, who is probably uh, Eddie Lejeune's closest competitor on this. And is this uh, the Lampkin who wheelied all the way around the Isle of it's Man? Not, it's not. Oh, I think this is the uncle of the one that wheelied around, right. around the Isle of Man. I'm not sure, because they're a big biking family, but that's something we can explore at a later date. Um, yeah, more to come. Possibly only one more episode of this, I feel, but we'll see. Oh, I'm having um, fun. We'll see when we're back, for that. back from holidays. Yeah, thanks very much and goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.